Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. How are you guys doing? I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you're having an amazing day. Uh, today's topic is going to be about the road back to Hashem and defeating the Yetzahara. I want to talk about making Teshuvah. Obviously, we know the generic Teshuvah is to recognize what you did, to feel bad about it, and to promise you'll never do it again. But I want to, I want to more so dig into our mindset and how our, what our minds make of Teshuvah and how to really do it. So, I, I, think, I think it's first important to notice that we make sins every day. And just because we make sins every day, it doesn't mean that we should never try to stop for a second and to make Teshuvah. Obviously, you know, you can tell me, oh, well, I've been sinning my entire life. From the day that I was born until now, I'm making Averot and I'm going around and, and sinning and, I don't know, wasting seed, cursing, talking Lashon about people, um, treating people without respect, whatever it, whatever it may be, things that became normal, tachlis, when you, when you do them, Hashem makes a, a sin meter, you know, he, he gives you a, a sin and another sin and another sin. Now, most of us, including myself, are not even on the level to even understand what this means. And we're not even like close to being able to understand what we're actually doing. But the reality is, is that we come far from Hashem and we want to come closer to Him. We want to come closer to Him and to, in order to come closer to Him, we have to make the Shuvah. We have to understand what we did and how it was wrong. And the main idea is to not get depressed over it. Do not get depressed over the past. Leave the past in the past. The past is a moment. One main thing I want to talk about in this podcast is wasting seed. Because I think it's something that's not spoken about enough in the world. And I think that talking about it more and making it okay and relatable will give people the courage to overcome it. When the man wastes seed, I think it's one of the most difficult, difficult, difficult things for him to overcome because you just get into this loop of like, oh, I did it, so let me just do it again, and so let me just do it again, and so let me just do it again. And it depresses you. It really depresses you. It's motzino tchamina olam. It takes you out of the world. It, it, it constantly makes your neshama unsatisfied and, 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 and dizzy and constantly not full. You know, there's a Gemara that says there's a small membrane in your body. The more that you feed it, it'll always be hungry. And if you starve it, it'll be full. This is, it's, it's a very, very, very bad thing to do. Especially if you're dating and you want to get married and these things. It's going to take you out of the world completely. If you have a pornography addiction or you're struggling with getting with girls, whatever it may be, you have to stop. You have to stop. It's not... It's not healthy and it's not normal and it's not good for you. How do you expect to have a relationship one day with one woman and guard your eyes for her and to, to be with her only if when you're single, you're fooling around? You're creating habits when you're single. It's like, it doesn't make sense. You, you, don't, you don't just wake up in the morning and start going to the gym and, and, and get a six pack. No, you became fat. You got to go on a diet. This, this is the reality of the situation. It's, it's, it's about being serious with yourself and being serious with the best version of yourself and asking yourself a question and saying, am I really as weak as I think I am? Because sometimes we can tell ourselves things that are not true. We can say, oh, I just, I can't do it. It's too hard. It's, it's too addicting. It's too, it's too, too, too. No, it's not. No, it's not. Start telling yourself that you can do it. Start telling yourself that you can overcome it. And I promise you that you can. You just need to believe that you can. And one of the most important things to talk about is especially when you fall 
And let's say you were clean for three months, six months, a year. I actually spoke to a rabbi recently about this because I want to understand, you know, what Hashem thinks about it. I don't want to just talk. I want to, I want to have structured ideas. And he said, yeah, 100%. When, when a person, let's say he's clean for a year, the Yetzirah is going to come to you and he's going to tell you, oh, you were just clean for a year and now you messed up. Now he's going to try to make you feel bad. And now he's going to try to depress you and, and tell you, oh my God, you were clean for a year. And now you're on day one, blah, blah, blah. By the way, you should, don't count days. I know, I know some people say you should and everything, but like, if you want my advice, do not count your days. It, it's, it, there's no point in doing it because counting your days gives you a reason to think about it. Meaning, let's say you say, okay, I'm day one, day two, day three, day 20, day 40, day 100. No. Even if you're clean for a long time, just the fact that you're counting your days, it, 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 it gives your mind a reason to linger around this topic. And I don't know if any of us have this amount of self-control to be able to stop thinking about it. You, 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 can't, you can't linger around this topic because it's dangerous. It's like playing with fire. It's literally like playing with fire. You, you, you can't tell yourself, oh, well, well, now it's day 101, but, oh, day 101, wait, day 101 for what? Oh, for this. Oh, what did I used to do? Oh, I used to watch porn. Oh, wait. And then you just, you just start to focus on something else completely. And then what started off as a, like, what's the point of counting days? Like, it's, it's, it's really boosting your ego if you think about it. Like, oh, yeah, day 101, macho man. Day, I don't know, 365, macho man. Like, there's no point. What you have to do is that if you make the avera, or if you made the avera, I'm, I'm guessing you have, you're, not, you're not making the avera as you're listening to this podcast, you know, that would be weird, but if you made the avera in the past, from this moment forward, never think about it again. Don't look at your breath, don't look at it, don't think about it until you're married. There's, I think the, the no, I don't think I know, the Rambam actually says a halakha, you're not allowed to touch it or look at it, only a married man's allowed to do that. Because a married man is able to fulfill his desires. A single man is not. Do not look at the Breed Kodesh until you are married. Don't look at it. It may be hard. It may be weird at first. When you when you go to the shower, you take off your shirt. If you have a nice body, you look at yourself. Ooh, blah, blah, blah. You start to think things. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. Don't touch it. If you need to use the bathroom, it's better to sit down. These things will keep you safe. Because the whole idea is not to give the thought energy. The... I think someone once went to Rav Chaim Kenyeski and they asked him, what's, what's the best way to fight this challenge? I'm not sure if it was this challenge or they asked him what was the best way to fight the Yetzirah in general. And he gave them a beautiful answer. He said, don't think about it. Because the more that you think about it, you're going to give it energy. When you think about a thought, you give it power because you give it power to exist. Our minds are very powerful, you should know. Our minds have the, the power to do anything. And the more that you meditate and concentrate on a certain thought, you give that thought power and space to exist in your mind. And the more that you pick up on that thought, you, you, you allow it to grow. And that's why it's not good to think about anything in this department. And this is not just for wasting seed. This is for any, any avera that you do. I, I think the best thing to do is just to not think about it and to move forward and think about what can I do to be better? Because your mind, can only have one thought at once. It cannot have two. It's not possible to think about, oh, I like this ice cream and it's hot outside today. At the same time, you can't even fit them both into your head. It doesn't, you can't really focus on it. You have to jump quickly from one to the other. Pa, 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 pa. So that's why it's not, it's, it's not, don't, don't let this, this, this thought sit in your head. Uh, you know, 
people make a ton of Averot, and especially in this department, men and women included, and they think it's okay, they think wasting seed is not a big deal. It's not true. When, you, when a girl wastes seed with you, she becomes partner in the sin, and it's just as much bad as it is for her as it is for you. And it's not just not to do it because it's a sin. I mean, yeah, it's a sin. It's The Shulchan Aruch writes that it's the worst sin in the Torah, and it's compared to murder. But that's, that's one topic. I, like I, I can make this podcast and say a bunch of things that are terrifying, and but it's not about doing that. Or I can also try to tell you wasting seed will lead to poverty and try to motivate you that way. But that's there are other ways where you can become rich. Just don't go to work in the morning. But this this avera will it'll, meaning it'll lead you to poverty. It'll, it'll lead you to to feeling constantly guilty about about doing something, and that's the whole idea. Obviously, you feel guilty because you have a good neshama, but we don't want you to feel guilty. We want you to feel good. We want you to, you made the sin, wake up in the morning, nothing happened last night. Don't talk about it. You don't need to think about it. Uh, ask a rabbi to help you make tshuva or whatever. He can't forgive you. God can forgive you. If you want to really fix this problem, you need, you need to face the fact that you have a problem and to work and to take steps towards fixing it. Because it's not about becoming perfect and never doing it again. It's about becoming stable. Being stable in what? Being stable in your schedule. Being stable in learning Torah. Having a schedule. Being busy. You know, having consistency. That's what it's about. If you have a, a stable schedule where you where you pray all the time, you miss one here or there, but I'm saying more or less you're in Minyanim three times a day. More or less you're going to learn. You're More or less you're listening to Shirim. More or less, you know, you're working. You're busy. You're going to the gym. You're happy. You have a good schedule. It'll be very hard for you to fall. Yes, obviously you're going to have that moment when the day's over and you're going to come home and you're drained and you're going to think about it and you're going to want to do it. But that's when you have to ask yourself, is this worth it right now? Is it worth it for me to give myself a reason to feel like crap? Is it worth it? I shouldn't have said that word, but... Is, is it worth it for me to give myself a reason to feel bad right now? Is it worth it? It's, it's not. It's really not worth it. You're just going to... You're going to make the and it's going to give you another reason not to get out of bed in the morning. It's going to give you another reason not to do something productive the next day. Because it brings you out of the world. It'll, it'll take you out of a high consciousness. If you want to stay elevated, and you want to stay powerful, and you want to stay feeling good, and feeling connected to Borei Olam, you have to run away from this Avera. Titrachek Avera. Run away. Run away. It's not worth it. If you have a girlfriend that you're getting with or something, it's what it's it's not it's the Yetzahara will fuel the relationship when you're single, but the moment that you get married to this girl, it's not gonna be the same. It's not gonna be the same. The Yetzahara makes it feel good, it makes it feel exciting. But it's not the same when you're married. Even if some people out here they say, Oh yeah, we only hold hands, we don't kiss, we don't Why? 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 You wanna marry this girl, then treat her like you wanna marry her. Like for you really care about a girl, right? You you're telling me you really care about a girl and you have her best interest in mind, but yet you're holding her hand? You're selfish. You're not, you're not saying the truth. You're holding her hand because of how it makes you feel. If you really care about this girl and you recognize that she's a daughter of Hashem, which makes her a princess, she's a, she, and, and Hashem is the king, and this girl is a princess, you're not going to touch her. You're going to have her best interest in mind. Her best interest in mind and what's best for her growth is not to sin with you by touching you. Because that's going to dirty her neshama. And her dirtying her neshama is going to... Tachlis, it's hurting you. Because she's going to be a worse wife for you. Because you're dirtying, her, you're dirtying her soul. You're just making her impure. For what? Let's say you guys don't work out. And let's say you make a sin with her. You're, just, you're, you're taking away her... You're taking away her purity. You're taking away her virginity. You're taking away her... her that, that innocence. 
what that's that's selfish you know how many girls carry that that guilt with them because of some guy that, that thought about himself and not about the other person i i guarantee you any girl 99% of women they don't want to do it before they're married I'm, I'm telling you as a fact the reason why they do it is because they they develop this false sense of an emotional connection with a guy that when they're single and they think that he really really cares about me the reality is that he doesn't he he, he doesn't really he's not he's not he's only doing what he he only he's only doing what he has to do in order to get into your you know what that's the reality i'm sorry to say it so blunt but someone has to say it it's, it's facts a guy will listen to you for hours he will he will be patient with you he'll do everything just to get into your pants and that's just a fact there's no such thing as an emotional connection with a guy or with a girl before marriage it's all because in the back of your head you're thinking with your you know what that's for the men and for the girl she's thinking about something else she wants the emotional connection and as smart and as powerful as her mind can be she has the flaw that emotionally i just i lose the battle i lose the battle and that's a fact and that's it just it just that's just the way the world is that's why we have to do whatever we can to stay away from this until we're married because it only leads you to problems confusion and a bunch of guilt a bunch of guilt I, I, it's, it's just not, it's not something that's worth it to do. It's not, it's not worth it. And it just gets you far from Hashem. You want to be close to Hashem. You want to come back to him. You want to feel God in your day-to-day life. You want to feel a hug from Borei Olam. That only comes from doing, from fulfilling life the way that he wants to be fulfilled. Hashem doesn't want you to seek out codependent relationships. Hashem doesn't want you to look for comfort no, Hashem wants you to, to constantly be working on yourself. You have to be on fire. A man, a girl, if you're single, you have to be on fire constantly. You have to go on a, on a shidduch day or whatever to get married and, and, and be... No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not touching you. I'm not going to be out too late with you. I'm not going to be alone in your car with you. That's not me. And if you see the, the other person trying to do something that's not for you, you got to cut it. You got to cut it right there. You got to set boundaries. You cannot be a people pleaser because a people pleaser will will only hurt you in the end. You have to please yourself. When you're single, it's about being selfish. You have to be selfish. You cannot think constantly about, oh, what's good for them? No, when you're married, become a giver. Yeah, but being single is all about you. It's all about what's good for you. What's gonna be a good marriage for you? What's that gonna look like? And me, myself, I'm not married. So I don't know what real love is. I, I, I personally don't believe in, in love before marriage. I just don't think it's possible because there's no real commitment till you're married. It's all about a bunch of experience. It's a, it's a bunch of romantic experience. It's, it's nice, it's fluff, it's air, but there's no commitment. The commitment comes when you sign the ketubah and you become responsible for the girl. You become responsible for taking care of her, uh, for, for, her for her clothing and for her intimate needs and for... Uh, what's the other thing for giving her a place to sleep i think that's when you really become responsible for her and that's when it becomes a mitzvah to take care of her and when things become a mitzvah that's when reality kicks in that's when it's hard when you're single it's easy you know why because the yetzara is fueling it the yetzara is fueling it he's fueling everything and he's trying to get you to mess up i know that we made this podcast about making teshuvah and I apologize for taking the, the, the podcast to a whole different direction because in reality, I think that what needs to be said about making teshuvah is very simple. You have that feeling inside of you that you want to come closer to Hashem. 
and you just have to believe in yourself that you can take the action in order to to act upon that feeling because some people they just don't believe that they have what it takes and i'm telling you from 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 me I believe in you, you have what it takes, you can come closer to Hashem, you can stop with the bad things that you're doing, and it all starts with just doing it. Block the people that need to be blocked, delete the apps that don't need to be on your phone, filter your phone if you need to, set up boundaries for yourself, because you, you're, not, you're not setting up boundaries to be in a box, you're setting up boundaries to be free. People think that being religious is being constricted, it's not true. You're, you're, you're coming closer to Hashem because you wanna be free. Closeness to Hashem, that's freedom. That's freedom. Because the truth is you're a slave. You're a slave to God. And, and you, you want to you wanna be a disobedient? I, I, I hate to say it's so true. But I love being a slave. I think it's amazing. Because my, Hashem, it's not, really like, it's not literally a slave, but it is in a certain way. Because God put you on this world and he, He's deciding what's the best thing for you to do. And it takes a very, very humble, honest person to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to spend the rest of my days fulfilling what God wants. And, and obviously when you, when you fulfill what God wants, He's going to fulfill what you want. So it kind of works measure for measure. But the best possible life that you could live on this planet is to follow what Hashem wants and to follow the Torah. And the Torah is good. It's pure. It's holy. It carries so many divine concepts. It carries so many opposite ideas. Someone makes you upset. What does the world tell you? Curse him out. Kill him. Shoot him. Steal from him. What does Hashem tell you? Be quiet. Give him a hug. Treat him with love. Maybe he's having a bad day. It's the opposite. Someone steals from you. Bless them that they should be, have the money to pay you back. Someone hurts you. They didn't really hurt you 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 know you you're you're the healer in the situation like there's always a, a positive and a beautiful way to look at it there's always another perspective and the other perspective is so important and that's why if you want to come back to hashem it's important to to say you know what i'm gonna nullify what i want and i'm gonna i'm gonna only focus on what hashem wants and yes you might be far or you might feel like you're far but you have to believe in yourself believe in that, that your emotions can be repaired believe in in the healing process and the best form of healing is torah nothing heals better than the, than, the, than the torah it's like your neshama became broken and now it needs torah to heal it it needs torah to feel again it needs torah to become pure again and it's possible it's possible Rabbi Akiva, to the age of 40, he didn't know anything. And he decided to come back to Hashem. I'm not saying any one of us is, in, is even the toenail of Rabbi Akiva. But the idea is, is that if he can do it, so can you in your own way, in your own life, with your own reality. And you shape your reality. Your mindset shapes your reality. And that's why you have to believe in yourself that you can say no and to start to say yes. Say no to short-term satisfaction and say yes to long-term growth, long-term fulfillment, long-term satisfaction, long-term... Um, Long-term growth, long-term growth. And that's, you, you want that. You want that Friday night dinner with the family. You want to have kids. You want to have a better situation. You want to have the beautiful picture. You can have it. But it's only going to come to someone that is going to work towards it. And that starts with representing yourself the right way, with speaking a different way, with acting a certain way, with coming closer to Hashem on His terms and ultimately becoming the best version of yourself possible. Yes, you may be far and yes, it may, it may be dark, but you have inside of you a light that can shine through the dark tunnel and that is your neshama. Your neshama has infinite power. And as long as you're breathing, as long as you're on this planet, as long as you are alive, then you have a chance to do it. Sometimes the road back takes a long time usually it does because it takes a long time to undo the filth but it's a possible road back you just need to actively work on it and to actively learn how to say no and 
when you start to work on yourself, then the Yetzirah starts to, start to, to hurt you. Let's say you're a guy that's, that's sinning with girls or by himself, whatever. All of a sudden, you're going to start, you're going to go on the street and a beautiful girl is going to walk by or some old person from your past is going to hit you up. These things always happen. The Yetzirah motivates them to think about you, to go for you, or he, he puts the girl in your path because Hashem is testing you because you're a tzaddik. You're, you're becoming a tzaddik. You think you just become a tzaddik? No. You have to earn to become a tzaddik. So that's why when the girl passes by, you don't look at her. You think, one second, the eyes are the window to my soul. What do I get out of looking at her? Of looking at her? Nothing. And I can possibly lose my, my life tonight by, by making this sin. And what do you gain from not looking at her? You gain the world. You, you, you gain to feel good. Imagine a hundred girls walk by you in, in the span of a week and you don't look at any of them. You're going to go into Shabbat like, wow. I really feel good about myself because I'm growing and I'm doing something that I never thought I was able to do. And then when you when you unlock that 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 belief in yourself, you you can only go higher and higher. You it, it builds your confidence. It, it builds your self-esteem. It builds that feel-good feeling. Saying no to the to the satan and saying yes to Hashem. Not only does it bring you closer to Hashem, closer to happiness, closer to mindfulness, closer to peace and serenity in your soul, in your heart, and in your existence, it also makes you feel good. It, it builds you up. It builds you up. It's self-control. Like, like Who is a hero? Someone that conquers his desires. All of the desires inclusive. Hashem, I want to give you all a blessing to make Teshuvah and to come back to Hashem and to overcome your difficulties and your Nisyonot and to overcome the Yetzirah. Because the Yetzirah, he's strong and he's fighting. But just as strong as he is, is just as strong as you are. Because you have the, the, the possibility to overcome it. Hashem does, Hashem does not give you a test that you cannot overcome. Have a great day.